This is Carol H. Wall. Welcome to another episode of Mental Emotional Self-Health Mesh. I just got through listening to a uh, podcast episode called uh, Lesson Lessons in Leaving, I think. And they were talking about love bombing. And at the end of their uh, episode, they were talking about um, going to this website about narcissistic abuse support and uh, where they, they have many resources, including therapists and counselors. And I can't help but wonder, one of the reasons I developed my own mental wellness process is because I've been through the therapy route. Now, mind you, I was in treatment between, uh, between age 5 to about age 50, and I left the mental health system for good in 2017. And around that time, they were beginning to have trauma-informed therapists but these therapists were also um, allowing me to have to sit in uh, close proximity with uh, criminal types, whether it was in group or whether it was at, at lunchtime. And um, I had to, I had to uh, skip lunch sometimes and even walk out of group sometimes because I would just get triggered so badly. And my point is, it's difficult for me to describe um, the trauma recovery for me because it was under the radar. It seems harmless to be able to uh, go to group therapy, but mind you, I met one of my most toxic um, former boyfriends in uh, group therapy, and it was a, it was in a group that I was running. It was even a self-help peer counseling uh, culty type group, and. Um, I was under the instructions of an office uh, in another state, in the United States, and um, I couldn't kick the guy out. I wasn't allowed to. So I had to deal with him, and, and I had to put up with his uh, love bombing and his disarmament until finally, 18 months later, I broke up with him, and uh, I had to shut down the group. I did um, ask some other people to volunteer to continue running it, but... Um, I, uh, I, d I got no volunteers, and so we all agreed to shut down the group. Now, it was a peer support group, but I was in the mental health system. I was in peer communities, and I was meeting a lot of uh, people that were uh, behaving in a toxic way, in a narcissistic way. And um, I'm just starting to grasp that. Then I did try to get some uh, appropriate treatment when I began having my memories of being abused by, by some family members and um, started realizing that a lot of my mental illness and my emotional upset was from dealing with um, being traumatized and abused as a child and uh, manifesting it over and over again in my life, later in my childhood, my teenhood, my... Um, my uh, yeah, my adulthood, and not being able to uh, get out of it, not being able to uh, stop manifesting it, because I didn't know how to how to uh, break the cycle. And um, when you don't have the right support or the right therapy, um, even by therapists who claim they're trauma informed, they're still working in a system. And um, I'm still in a system where I, I have to use uh, government insurance. I have to use uh, 
Medicare and Medi-Medi-Cal and Medi-Medi and I'm in California so Medi-Cal is Medicaid um, and uh, I, I, I do I have original Medicare and um, people still don't understand that Medicare can even be used by disabled people if they're a child a uh, adult survivor uh, of a parent who uh, collected it or collected Social Security or retirement railroad retirement um, I, I don't know how many times I've had to explain to doctors and people why I have Medicare isn't that for seniors I get so sick of explaining that I do and then uh, why do you have Medi-Cal you know why, why can't you get a job you know that kind of stuff so not only do I have to explain that I have to explain that I need um, therapy from dealing with toxic abuse toxic under the radar abuse the trickiness and the twistedness that my mind has had to go through trying to untangle all that and the only recourse I've had for the past seven years has been binge watching YouTube videos and podcast episodes and counseling myself and talking to a mentor who's not even a licensed therapist but he's a guy a man that I trust that I've known since I was 10 years old who's who's working with me because he believes me and we both we've both been doing a lot of research on uh, dealing with narcissistic abuse I did try to get counseling for it many times and um, either the the therapists charged me too much or they didn't take uh, Medi-Cal and Medicare or they didn't take the combination of Medicare and Medi-Cal and um, the, uh, the 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 day treatment and uh, therapy that I that I did go to didn't address it. Oh, we're trauma informed, but uh, you still have to follow the rules and sit in group and uh, come to the cafeteria and have lunch with a bunch of patients that uh, you know I have to be mixed up with that are uh, that are that are toxic and abusive. You know, because in the mental health system, you're dealing with all kinds of people. There might be uh, some some survivors like me, but there is also a lot of perp types and a lot of uh, criminal types, and a lot of people with court orders and court slips and stuff. You know, they're sent sent there by uh, the courts or the police or something, and that's that's fine. But it's like mixing me up with people like that and not getting appropriate therapy. I still get really upset when I hear these podcast episodes and, um, and and they keep they keep encouraging us to get help and get get therapy and get treatment I wish I could go I wish I could get that because every day I have to deal with complex PTSD symptoms every day I have to struggle to even go out to visit my girlfriend or run errands or go grocery shopping or uh, even go to a, go to medical appointments and dental appointments. I have to uh, struggle to do that because um, I'm not getting a lot of the I'm not getting the treatment I need, the support that I need. Oh, get support! Well, I try to join some uh, support groups, and uh, the first thing that they ask me still is, you know, wh- why don't you have a job? How come you haven't gotten over what happened to you? How come you're still you know, stuck. Well, <laughs> you know, and I've had to walk out of groups. And uh, the therapists, you know, 
oh, uh, we, we won't go below $60 a session. You know, that's, that's non-negotiable. Well, I can't afford that. And, um, okay, M Medicare and Medi-Cal. Um, there isn't anybody who uh, takes your insurance that, um, that does this kind of treatment. It doesn't treat, they don't treat people like borderline personality disorder. They don't treat people, um, that have complex PTSD. You have to, uh, you know, you have to, you have to go to a private therapist and, you know, the only therapist, uh, that will, that will treat you is someone who doesn't take Medi-Cal and Medicare. So I'm stuck, you know, um, I would like the community I would like the community who's dealing with uh, narcissistic abuse to know that. Um, can poor people get help? Can people, can Americans who get um, Medicare and Medicaid, can they get that help too? Do we not also deserve it? You know, just, just because we have to live on benefits or just because we um, were poor, just because we're seniors, we can't get appropriate therapy. The, the only therapy that's available is the bare bones cognitive behavioral therapy. And uh, my, my mental wellness process and my program of mental emotional self-health mesh has, is built on that. Um, I'm not a licensed therapist, but um, I have done lots and lots and lots of research on mental illness. I've done much research on personality disorders much research on recovering from narcissistic abuse, you know, from, from, uh, from pernicious mindsets that, that we experience. And, uh, I can't get treatment for it because of finances and because of insurance, you know, and I, I you know, I should have, you know, insurance, I, I have insurance, but it's not private insurance and it's not, um, you know, it's not something the government wants to pay for. You know, um, I have insurance that only pays for anxiety disorders and major depression. And uh, I've got those two disorders. But a lot of those symptoms are from dealing with what happened to me. It's a struggle every day and every night. It is. And um, usually I, I come on here and I talk about my recovery process and I talk about hope, but uh, that is a big, fat, big, fat, deep hole in the system, you guys. I want the community that deals with narcissistic abuse to be aware of that, and I want the mental health systems to be aware of that. A lot of mental illnesses and a lot of symptoms I bet dollars for donuts. I'm not an expert. I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I bet dollars for donuts. Many, 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 many cases of anxiety and depression are very likely caused by being traumatized like that because it will really mess with your mind. And I think everybody who's trying to deal with that kind of shit deserves help and needs help. Have a nice day. Oh, by the way, I, I almost forgot again. It's my 55th birthday. I just turned 55, and I survived on borrowed time. Um, I didn't think I was going to make it to, four, to 16 when I was 14. When I was 30, I didn't think I was going to make it to 40. When I was 40, I didn't think I was going to make it to 50 because I was suicidal. And I, and I was suicidal because I didn't have any hope.
And I was suicidal before I started doing a lot of research on this stuff. And I'm not suicidal anymore. Because, um... I know I can recover now. Even if it takes the rest of my life. Be safe, everyone.